Hello, beloved. I am um, coming to you in this podcast with a heart that is disturbed in a, in a sense. And the reason why my heart is disturbed is because of what we're experiencing at this stage in the Middle East, specifically with regards to Israel, but also what's happening in the United States of America uh, with this, um, they call it a hundreds of pro-Palestinian protesters that poured into the streets of New York blaming Israel for Hamas's terror attack. Now, we know that the struggle between Israel and the Palestinians or the Palestinians against Israel has been a has been a long struggle and it's come over years and there's a lot of the buzzword today misinformation uh, falsehoods that is being propagated right through the world and people have basically divided themselves into two very distinct groups those who support Israel and those who support the Palestinians and uh, if you get into involved in a in a dis- debate or a discussion with regards to what is happening uh, in Israel, it is very clear very soon that w- what the person's uh, affiliation is, whether the person is pro-Palestinian or that person is pro-Israel. Now, beloved, I am pro-Bible. I am pro what God has said, and I am pro at what Christ has said as he warned us about what is going to happen in this world. And then I have a strong mandate, well, not just me, I mean, as a church, we have a strong mandate from instruction from Christ himself in Matthew chapter 28, verse 19, where he says, Go into all the world and preach the gospel, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Uh, so we have a... A mandate from our King, our Lord, our Savior, Jesus Christ, who is rejected by both the Jews, the Orthodox Jews, the Jews that are secular Jews that are in Israel. Jesus is rejected by them, and he's also rejected by the Palestinians, who are mostly Muslim. Obviously, there are Christians in Israel, and there are Christians in, in Palestine. I'm not saying that that's not true. Beloved, but those people are part of the church. Those who have been born again, and who have been baptized by the Holy Spirit into the church of Jesus Christ, they are part of the church, which means that their their, their mandate, which comes from the head of the church, is to preach the gospel, which means those who are in Israel, those who are believers in Israel, those who are part of the church in Israel, they have a mandate from Christ, and if they have the opportunity to, to preach the gospel, to share the gospel, to share the good news, of um, salvation in Jesus Christ alone, then that should be their focus. Obviously, we, we un- I understand there's, there's things that happened both on, on both sides of uh, the fence, and it is called apartheid, and it's called all kinds of things. But, beloved, the church has a different mandate from Christ because it is through the gospel. Now, the, the gospel is the power of God unto salvation, but it's through the gospel that there will be lasting change that takes place in the Middle East. It is through the gospel and people receiving the Lord Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior, repenting of their sins and turning to Christ by faith uh, and, and trusting in Him alone unto salvation and becoming part of the church. And the church, it is the Holy Spirit that unites us 
And it is when we are in the church, that's where the unity actually takes place. That's where God reconciles us firstly to himself, but then also to one another. And then it doesn't matter where we come from, what nation we're from, what ethnical group we are from or whatever. Uh, Because remember, there's only one race and that's the human race. So this whole idea of separating people, uh, you know, with using racial divides, that is not that is not a biblical thing. Yeah, there are different nations, and people have been divided uh, in the sense of being from different nations, having a specific area where they stayed, and and they live together, and they they've got a specific uh, culture, and so on. But at the end of the day, when it comes to human beings created in the image of God, we are all. At the end of the day, responsible to God because we are image bearers of him to love our neighbor as we love ourselves. That's the one thing. And the church then also has the mandate to go out to preach the gospel. But that's not all. This, This inner fighting that's taking place within the church and you have the groups that that are pro-Palestinian and you've got groups that are pro-Israel. Uh, we can obviously we can go to scripture and say we need to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. We pray need need to pray for the salvation of the Jewish people. Uh, we need to lift up um, the the nation of Israel to the Lord and pray that God will intervene and God will save uh, the Jewish people. But that applies also to the Palestinians. That applies to those in Lebanon, Lebanon, those in the West Bank, those in Syria. And even those in Iran, previously Persia, all the people, let's say the peoples of the Middle East, those who are predominantly Muslim, we are to pray for them. And wherever possible, if the gospel can go into those countries, which is obviously hard, but the gospel needs to be preached so that people can come to salvation in Jesus Christ alone. Beloved, they can have... a so-called two-state solution and they can have peace they can have a one-state solution and they can have so-called peace they can do whatever they want ultimately at the end of the day those who are not in christ those who have not been saved and 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 been regenerated by the spirit of god born again basically um, everyone who is not saved will not inherit eternal life and that's our focus. Beloved, we are in this world, but we're not of this world. Our message is a message to this world that you can be saved and you can escape the wrath of God. That we can be reconciled to the Almighty God through what Jesus Christ did on the cross. That is our mandate. That is our message. Our message is not about what is happening uh, on, on social levels or when it comes to war and all these kind of things. That's not the idea. Not at all. Not not for the church. We need to be very, very, um, how can I say, be on our watch that we are not misguided or not misguided, what do you call it, If we not that we're not sidetracked into, let's say, getting into all the issues. Beloved, it will keep us busy for a lifetime. There are so many issues worldwide and it's between nations and it's between kingdoms and it's between ethnic groups and it's between now, I mean, everywhere uh, the idea of, or let's say racism is, is, is called out. Everywhere is just racism, 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 racism. And at the end of the day, we all have the same fathers, the father and mother, Adam and Eve. 
We all come from the same um, forefathers. And at the end of the day, which means we have different pigmentation in our skin. Some people are lighter than others. But at the end of the day, we are one race, the human race created in the image of God. And as image of bearers of God, we need to love one another. Now, as how can I say, as our neighbors, as we love ourselves. That is the command that God has given us. Jesus confirmed that command when he said, um, basically explained that the first commandment is to love the Lord our God with all our heart and soul and mind and strength. And the second, which is, let's say, equal to, uh, that flows from the first commandment that Jesus um, said is, love your neighbor as you love yourself. Beloved, and that's what the church needs to to not put, just portray. That's what we need to live. That's what needs to be visible in the Middle East. That's what needs to be visible in Israel and in South Africa and wherever. These things need to be visible. The mandate of the church is to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. The only means through which we can be saved and inherit eternal life. So Jesus said, and, and let me just remind you, um, in, in Matthew chapter 24, verse 6, where he speaks about the, the end times, now, and, he, and he gives us the signs of the end, those things that are going to happen on this earth. He says in Matthew 24, verse 6, he says, And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not troubled. For all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. So we're going to hear about wars and rumors of wars. Now in Israel or between Israel and, and Hamas, there is literal war. Okay, But there are other places in the world where there are rumors of wars. Okay, And it's as if the world wants war to take place. I mean, there's war between Russia and the Ukraine. And you know what needs to happen in Russia and what needs to happen in the Ukraine? The gospel of Jesus Christ needs to be preached. The church needs to rise up and the church needs to step out and the church needs to preach the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ so people can come to salvation. And when they come to salvation or saving knowledge of Christ, when they trust in him alone unto salvation and they are regenerated, beloved, things change. That's how it works. All right, Jesus continued to say in Matthew chapter 24, verse 7, he says, For nation will rise against nation. That means ethnicity or ethnic group against ethnic group. So what are we seeing? That's exactly what's happening. Ethnic group rising against ethnic group. Jesus warned us nearly 2,000 years ago that this is going to happen. Beloved, he didn't tell the church that nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom so that we can get involved in the inner fighting that's happening within the world and we can start fighting our neighbors and we can start fighting um, people from other other ethnicities and we can blame, you know, throw around the blame game about all kinds of things instead of forgiving seven times seven as Christ instructed us to do. It's It's... It's not easy. I'm not saying it's easy because a lot of things have happened in the name, even in the name of Christianity through the years. But that's why there's a, such a thing as forgiveness. There's such a thing as, as, as um, how can I say, being set free from the bondage of sin through the power of the living almighty God. All right. So when Jesus says that there will be wars and rumors of wars, Jesus says, See that you are not troubled. 
These things must come to pass. Nation will rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and pestilence and earthquakes in various places. And then he says, all these things are the beginning of sorrows, which means it's the beginning. It's the birth pains of a pregnant woman that's about to give birth. It is before Jesus Christ returns to this earth and the second coming of Christ happens. We're going to see these things happen. And we've been looking at these things for thousands of years already. How we have nations rising against one another, kingdoms fighting one another. We have seen famines and we've seen pestilences in the form of uh, the, the this pandemic that we just uh, went through. Uh, well, maybe we, we, we're still going to have more coming. Um, and there's earthquakes in different places. More earthquakes in the time that we are living in now than in history before. These things are going to happen. Jesus said it is going to happen. It will happen. But... He told us so that we can be informed if we see these things. If I see ethnic groups fighting against ethnic groups, I am reminded of what Jesus Christ told us. If I see kingdom fighting against kingdom, I'm reminded of what Jesus Christ told us. I look to him because I know that his salvation is drawing closer and closer and that should just put a fire under me to to preach the gospel because I know that as people die, and when we are seeing hundreds of people die in, in the Middle East, we've seen hundreds of people die in, in the, the war against uh, between Russia and, and the Ukraine. And those people who died and died without Christ are lost. Beloved, they lost. Their souls are lost for eternity. And then I, I, I look at the people that are, how can I say, um, rioting in the streets and toy-toying and speak out about these things. They are so worldly in their understanding and their thinking. And, and, the, and the problem is it also happens within the church. I, I want to say to you, I am very much pro-Israel in the sense that Israel is God's chosen people and God is not finished with Israel yet. Beloved, but when it comes to what is happening in the world today, I would like to see sinners saved by God's grace through faith in Christ alone. Okay, which means I am pro anyone hearing the gospel and anyone hearing the gospel to come to salvation. That should be our prayer. That should be our motivation. And that should be what you and I do as believers. And that's what the church of Jesus Christ should be doing worldwide. We should be preaching the gospel so that at the end of the day, people can come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ and be saved forever and have everlasting life. Be reconciled to God because that will make the difference. May the Lord really be with us because I think things have been turned upside down, especially in the church. We've become so worldly in our thinking, so worldly in, our, in the way that we act, so worldly in the way that we interact with one another that what the world says and how the world looks at things and, and, and what is being dished up by politicians have become our marching orders. Instead of us receiving our marching orders from our King, from Jesus Christ, uh, who is the King of the Kingdom of God, and we do what He called us to do. If my enemy, what do I do for my enemy? If I have an enemy, if my enemy does anything to me, if they hit me on the left cheek, I turn the right cheek. If they force me to walk one mile, I walk two miles. If they, um, how can I say, I pray for them and I give to whatever they need 
because at the end of the day we as believers are completely different people we are a, a royal priesthood we are a chosen people unto god and for his purpose and his plan and we need to be busy with god what god has called us to and, and may the lord really help us uh, enable us sorry not not just help us we need enablement may the holy spirit enable us to do as god intended as god instructed in his word may we be obedient as the church to take this glorious gospel to uh, pe- to people all over the world who needs christ let's pray Father, thank you so much that we can come to you in Jesus' name. And thank you that we can look at the world and what's happening in the world and even what's happening in in Israel between the Israelis and and, uh, the Palestinians and with Hezbollah getting involved and Lebanon getting involved and Syria and Iran and, and so on. Father, thank you that we can look at what is happening and see that it's part of what you said, what Christ said, that nation will rise against nation and kingdom will rise against kingdom. But we have a mandate to preach the gospel. And I pray, Father, that you will enable your church, the believers that are in the Middle East at this stage, to go out and to preach the gospel. Or in whatever way, even if it's with family and friends or or people that they get in, in contact with, that they will reach out and preach the gospel. And that they will bring the good news of the gospel to people who do not know Christ. And we pray, Father, whether it's the Jewish people or whether it's the Palestinians, whether it's those people in Syria, the people in Syria, whether it's the, the Iranians or whether it's Hezbollah, whatever, Father, we pray that the good news of the gospel will reach those people and that they will come to a saving knowledge of Christ and be born again and have an expectation of eternal life and their lives change around, uh, turned around to such an extent that instead of wanting to fight, that they will share the gospel. This we pray in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Beloved, thank you very much for listening. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you. May he give you his peace. God willing, until next time, bye-bye.